You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a previously aired live video webcast. So, hi, I'm Tara Lynn of Geek Saga Entertainment, and welcome to episode four of my 2001 Walt Disney World College Program 20-Year Reunion Series. This episode is about how we finally began to actually settle in for our college program, particularly after the events of 9-11, and it's also a Halloween special. As you can see, we are wearing costumes, sort of, and we'll be talking quite a bit about living and working at Disney around Halloween. I am joined by Nikki. So, Nikki, if you want to introduce yourself. And since you haven't been on before, you know, if you have any social media that's public that people can follow, tell us what you're dressed as. And I don't know, a little bit about like how you ended up on the college program and uh, what whether you were, you were fall, I, I think just fall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were just fall. And you know, where you worked and, and stuff like that, you know, just a little bit of background on your history for the CP since we haven't had you on before. Sure. Uh, so I'm Nikki, I don't really have any social media. Um, platforms or anything. Um, I did the fall uh, program and uh, just fall, which was enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lots of craziness going on. Um, I actually just kind of was like in college and just kind of doing my thing. And uh, I love Disney. And um, I had a friend that had done the program and was like, you should totally like do it. Just like take a semester off, figure out, you know, like just get away, like figure out like what do you want to do? And um, best decision ever, you know, Um, best, you know, meeting friends and just being away from home for the first time and just like everything that we like dealt with and stuff with like September 11th. And um, so definitely the best experience I ever had um, being away like in college and stuff. Um, I worked at Blizzard Beach and merchandise. So a little bit different. And I think it helped. um, I was like separate from like the Disney magic kind of. So when I went to Magic Kingdom, it was still so like, oh, there's the castle and, you know, the characters. And um, it never got old for me when I went to the parks. Um, Being at Blizzard Beach, I mean, there's Disney theming, but it wasn't, we had our own theme, our own thing. So um, being in a water park, um, you know, it's just, it wasn't like Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So, um, and I don't think, I mean, we like sold Roxy stuff in there and it wasn't, I mean, we had maybe some like Mickey Mouse like items, but it was definitely more Blizzard Beach and like the little, um, it was like an alligator, I think was like the yeah, um, yeah. It was like skiing or something. So um, you said you sold what stuff? Roxy stuff? Yeah. Like Roxy and Quicksilver because it was like a surf shop kind of. Um, oh, oh, Roxy thing. the brand. I'm like, I'm trying to think of like a character and I just, I'm not getting it. <laughs> yeah, oh so God. it was like we were, you know, and it was a little bit different, but also working in a water park, um, we shut down uh, for rehab, like in the wintertime. So um, I also like went over to Typhoon Lagoon and then they shut down. I went to Wide World of Sports and did one of the marathons and helped out there. And then I went to Epcot and I worked at Mouse Gears. I think they changed the name uh, of that, but it was Mouse Gears then. And that was like, holy crap, I'm not used to this huge building. There was an <laughs> elevator, like you took the elevator up. 
um, I remember one time somebody wanted the box for a picture frame and I'm like, okay. And they're like, yeah, just take the elevator to like the fifth floor and do this. And I'm like, for a box. And then it's like, you got to go down to the basement for, you know, your lunch break. And I was, yeah, blown away. I was like, people do this all the time. <laughs> like I'm so used to my little, like my little store. And then we like sold lockers over here and that's all I did for my program. So it was kind of crazy to like go over to Epcot, this huge store with like just Disney everywhere, princess dresses and, you know, just Disney everything. So it was really cool. That's, I mean, like I didn't know they had an elevator in Mouse Gear. Yeah, it, that place is huge. It's so wow. big. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, because uh, on the surface, it's just one floor. So do they have like a basement or something? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm not sure. Um, I'm trying to think how many floors it was, but I know like the break room was in the basement. So like you had to go all the way down. Um, but I'm not sure if like how many, like if you went down or like, it was just big. And I was wow. like, you know, just Crazy. so overwhelmed. I'm used to, you know, one little store. We had the, the back room, you know, like you totally can find something in like two seconds to like restock. And uh, we pretty much had most of the stuff out there, except for like little like keychains or something, you know, you might have to restock. Mm. But and then like cleaning up at the end of the night and just like, you know, resetting everything. It was just like, we're going to be here for hours. Oh, I can't imagine. I, I mean, I had friends that worked in, um, like along Main Street, I can't remember the name of the big shop on Main Street in in Magic Kingdom, but I mean on nights they had stocking and stuff. They didn't get out till four a.m. I think. Um, that must have been such. I, I can't imagine a huge change going from like the sort of laid back Blizzard Beach, like good hours atmosphere. Uh, do and you know was only, the... there was only two of us, only two CPs. Um, oh yeah, and so like you know when our hours were like being cut and. People, you know, it was, I think the part-time for after September 11th, um, the part-time people, they pretty much kind of like lost their job and because they had to make room for us because like mm -hmm. we weren't going anywhere as far as CPs. So, and there was just the two of us. And so I mostly work with like managers and people who've been like senior, you know, people yeah, who've been there. And um, it's just like not much going on for a while, it seemed like. Um, so um, I actually got introduced. I know it's not Disney, but I got introduced to like Harry Potter because we sold books in like in the gift shop and somebody bought the book and like would read it out loud to us. And like, that's how much downtime we had. It was like wow. somebody we had story time and like the first book of Harry Potter was like, you know, something different, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so oh gosh, that's so fun. So do you know, um, and this is a kind of random question. I don't, do you know if they were planning? Cause I can't remember, were they planning on Blizzard Beach going into rehab or was that something that happened? Oh, they were. Okay. Yeah. That, I'm pretty sure that happens every year. Um, it, I think it's, it goes into rehab as far as like, um, fixing things or, you know, cause it's just winter time. And so mm -hmm. It was, I know it was after Christmas because I worked Christmas day and, um, and it was freezing that day and we had maybe five yes, people and we closed like at noon. So I got to go home early. Um, cause I mean, I, I totally forgot to switch out my, um, my costume. So I had like, you normally wear shorts and like your shirt or whatever. And you had like a windbreaker as your jacket mm -hmm. and then you could get pants, but like nobody ever wore the pants cause it was hot. And then, mm -hmm. um, because it was a holiday, you couldn't go in there, you know, they everybody was off. So I was stuck still wearing my shorts and I was making pants out of towels, like, you know, the towels that we would give out. 
And um, I literally had like white towels wrapped around my shorts because nobody was there. So I was like, nobody was going to see me, you know, uh, selling lockers. So it was just like, we were just like covered, trying to make, you know, blankets out of these towels and stuff. It was so funny. But yeah. I mean, I, was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was so like, it was still so hot it, at Disney, you know, through September, October, obviously. Um, we got really lucky and we'll talk more about this on the next episode when we talk about like the hot, the actual holiday season, like Thanksgiving and Christmas and the craziness from that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we got really lucky, I think that fall because we only had from what I remember a handful of days where it was actually cold. Um, I mean, I definitely remember hanging out at the pool at Vista in mid-December and it was you know, mm -hmm. 85 degrees out, 80 degrees out. So, um, yeah, that's it was like so weird. It was just like Christmas day was like freezing. And I'm like, I've been wearing shorts and my little, you know, windbreaker if I really needed it. So that was kind of crazy. Um, and like for, um, Halloween, I know we went to that really awesome party. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll, we'll get into that. Cause I want to, I want to, since we have introduced you, um, I'm just going to kind of remind everybody, as I already mentioned, <laughs> I'm Tara. I am today dressed up as you could call me Iago if you want, but what I was really going for is a tiki room parrot. Let's say I'm Fritz because I don't <laughs> think I should be Jose for obvious reasons. Um, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at a geek saga and on the web at geeksaga.com. Now, since Nikki was already going into the fun stuff we did for <laughs> Halloween, uh, just real quick, I want to talk about um, finally, and since you weren't on, you know, for our September 11th episode last month, uh, I want to talk about finally, like actually settling in for our college program after everything changed, you know, after September 11th, uh, first just work stuff. Um, and I guess, so you were still at Blizzard Beach through mm -hmm. October, right? Um, uh, it was through a little after Christmas. Mm. I remember okay. I started switching around different places by January. Like oh, the last okay. few so. weeks, I wasn't, yeah, I was being bounced around. So did you guys have, um, I'm guessing the answer is no. Did you guys have any Halloween stuff that went on at Blizzard Beach, like any de decorations or anything? Not I, that I can remember. I don't remember even like, I'm trying to think even like for Christmas. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember us doing really anything different. I know that they go all out at Magic Kingdom, obviously, but I honestly don't remember there being much Halloween stuff at the other parks. Um, I, I feel like it's mostly Magic Kingdom that that just goes all out. But uh, so, I mean, work-wise, after September 11th, it's like we had kind of all started settling in for our college programs right before September 11th happened, but then everything changed, which we talked about a lot last month. And I know for me, uh, it was a lot of, it was shortened park hours and nearly empty parks, um, mm. which made for, you know, early nights getting off work at Magic Kingdom, 7.30, 7.45 is very early. Uh, and a max of like 32 hours a week, usually. Sometimes if I was lucky, I would get a long day on a Saturday and then end up with 40 hours a week. Um, but that didn't really start happening until probably like mid-October or later even. Um, so at Blizzard Beach, because you guys were already on kind of that, you know, the park closed at what, six or something. So did yeah, you see a big change? As far as our hours, I don't remember us closing any earlier. Um, like 
I just know like my hours, um, they pretty much try to like keep us, I, like I said, like the part-time people, unfortunately, they kind of like their jobs kind of went away uh, to make room for any CPs that were still in the program and didn't leave. Um, but as far as like operating hours, I'm pretty sure it stayed the same because we closed early, like, you know, because it wasn't open at night. So I want to yeah, say like yeah. five or six o'clock, it was starting to. Yeah, I feel like I have my neighbor worked a uh, quick service at Blizzard Beach, and I feel like he was always home by, you know, so a little after six or something like that. Um, so I mean, I guess and so you were already kind of lucky in that you you would only you would only work these sort of earlier hours. So you probably you didn't have much change there. But uh, the parks being so empty for a while after 9-11 definitely made for a lot of good like playtime because mm -hmm. they were so empty. We went, I mean, I don't know about you, but I went a lot. I would say that Kim, my roommate and I, uh, who's been on the last couple of episodes, her and I would go to Hollywood studios, which was still MGM back then, mm -hmm. um, to ride just tower and coaster. I want to say at least once a week on one of our days off, pretty much all like the end of September and through October and probably even the first part of November up until the holiday craziness started. So did you, do you think you went to the parks more or did more stuff like that because they were not as busy? Yeah, I definitely, I mean, I remember, um, and my roommate, Jamie and I, we, we went to the parks all the time. She wouldn't ride tower, but she would ride rock and roller coaster. And then my upstairs neighbor, who was like a bestie to me, he worked uh, rock and roller coaster. So he would get us um, like kind of like the backstage area. And so we'd always, you know, we never had to wait in line if he was working, he'd always kind of like sneak us in. Um, so we would go there a lot. And um, so, yeah, we went to Hollywood studios a lot. But I mean, I even remember just going to the parks, uh, going to Epcot, just let's go to Mexico for dinner. You know, it's like, you know, we always have really just great. Walk um, in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't remember. I mean, the the time frame, it was just it just wasn't crowded. So, I mean, you didn't really have, you know, the wait times weren't that bad for anything. Um, you didn't feel like overwhelmed with crowds back then because, you know, just people weren't traveling at all. And then, I mean, we would even go to like on my days off, go to Blizzard beach and, mm -hmm. you know, and hang out. But I mean, it was just like, I just felt like we had the parks to ourselves. It was kind of crazy until probably oh, sure. about around Thanksgiving, things started to kind of pick up. So. Yeah. And I did, um, did you, so did you ever pick up extra hours anywhere? So that thing, like we didn't, I never really, you know, I enjoyed my two days off and they were yeah. usually like uh, Monday, Tuesday or Tuesday, Wednesday. I still had classes. I didn't do the Disney classes. Um, I had classes from back home. Um, so I still had like computer lab and I had to study and stuff. So um, I enjoyed my two days off. Yeah. Um, but I actually had a friend that was in the international program and he like never took a day off. And after September 11th, they they had to start taking, he couldn't pick up any shifts because there weren't any because um, of all like the reduced hours and stuff. So um, a lot of people who were really trying to like bank that money to send back home, that's kind of like why they were there with the international program. They lost all those extra hours, but I enjoyed my days off and I usually had at least one day of 
studying and in the computer lab doing papers and whatever. And then like the next day would be computer lab. I know the computer, I didn't have a computer. <laughs> I, I had a laptop, but it was like a no. I had a desktop. I had a desktop. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't know they had laptops back then, twenty years ago. They did, but they were bricks. They were well, huge. I mean, like huge and so heavy. I think a I think a laptop back then probably weighed almost as much as my freaking desktop did. I had a desktop. I had forgotten about that. It sat in our living room on one of the coffee table or end tables. Like I put it in the corner on one of the end tables. And I sat on the floor to use. And I actually, this is something I totally, it's not to do much with this part of the college program, but I totally forgot about it and forgot to mention it. But you mentioning that you still had classes at home like from your, your college or whatever. I didn't have those, but I was supposed to take one of the CP classes that they mm -hmm. offered. And I didn't do, like, I went to one and then I was like, Nah, I want my days off and I quit it. And then I don't think I ever told, I'm pretty sure I never told work that I quit the class so that my days were always set as Wednesday, Thursday, like they, or Tuesday, like I always had Wednesday off. So it's like, I, at least I always knew one of my mm -hmm. two days off, but I, I can't believe I forgot. I totally forgot about that until you started talking about school stuff. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Because my program, well, like me signing out for the college program, um, I was a biology major. I had going to Disney had nothing to do with, you know, I, I wasn't getting any credit. Um, I had to like go down to part time uh, at school. And um, of course, you know, my parents were totally against it. Like, what are you doing? I lost all of my scholarships. I was just, <sighs> but it was in the end, it was worth it. Um, and I actually met. Um, and so 20 years ago, we had these little cute little Disney like chat rooms and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like in the computer lab at school, we could um, find out other people who were going to Disney. Um, and I don't even know how I don't remember how you would do that. But like through your school, you could find out who else was going at the same time. And I knew a person like I met somebody and was talking to them, never met them at, on campus. Mm -hmm. But I knew like their screen name or whatever. And he ended up being my across the way neighbors, like um, coworker. And so they were talking and stuff and come to find out, oh, you're from Virginia, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, wait, are you so-and-so? You know, it's like, you know, whatever his name was. And so um, getting to talk to him, he was a tour major and loved it and stuff. And he was like, well, I can have you like talk to my advisor. And, you know, if you want to switch majors and all this other stuff, and then you can get credit for this. And I'm like, yeah, I hate like... Um, I hated like all my professors. I didn't like, I mean, I wanted to be a biology major and I wanted to actually uh, be a dolphin trainer at SeaWorld and, um, you know, cause that was like a huge <laughs> career back then and, um, <laughs> make lots of money. But, uh, so yeah, I, I ended up changing majors while I was at Disney and they got it switched so that like all my credits, you know, worked. And then I got credit for an internship. Um, well, that's cool. So I didn't sign up for any of the Disney classes because I wasn't getting like, I don't even know if I could because I wasn't getting credit for it um, at my school. Yeah, I would have gotten I would have gotten more credits for the pro I did get credits for it. I ended up getting, I think, six credits for it, which is mm -hmm. like nothing. But it's right. better. It's better than none at all. Mm -hmm. Um if I had done the course, I think they would have given me nine, maybe 12 even. But regardless, like it wasn't, and I, I was in the same boat. I actually I had a full scholarship and I had to give that up by mm. 
you know, doing the college room. But I did that because I knew I wasn't going to go back to that school full time. <laughs> um, I, I literally like, you know, I, I I went back for the spring semester. No, shoot, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was going to say, I, I think I planned on going back for the spring semester and then transferring after that, but I didn't, I didn't even bother because it was going to, it was too expensive. Um, but I'll, yeah, I'll get into that more in future <laughs> webcasts, but for now, um, I mean, I did, uh, so, I mean, I guess since Blizzard Beach didn't do any, you know, Halloween stuff, like I will say it was really fun working. Um, you know, Disney has the the late night parties at Magic Kingdom and part of it in a way it sucked because working Mickey's not so scary meant all of a sudden my, you know, coveted 1:30 to 7:30 or 1:45 to 7:45 schedule on the days when Mickey's not so scary was happening. It was mm. like 6 to, you know, past midnight or whatever. Um, but I had some really good times like working that, you know, seeing the guests in their costumes and, uh, and the parade, the, the, which I think they've changed since then. I, I, I went to Mickey's not so scary on a family trip to Disney in 2013 and the parade was weird. I was like, this is not the parade <laughs> that I remember. It was way more like family friendly and it didn't, I don't know, like the, the floats of the villains weren't highlighted as much. The music was entirely different. I missed if they had the headless horseman ride. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they might still have that at least. I don't know. I, I well, I guess now it's probably totally different, but back in 2013, I remember just being like, this is lame. This, wasn't, <laughs> this is not the parade I remember. Um, but yeah, so I got to work a lot of the parade, uh, at, at Mickey's not so scary. Did you go to that at all when you were on the college program? No. Um, I was actually recently talking to Jamie, my roommate, and uh, it's like how much we got paid and stuff. And I was like, you know, we got paid enough. Like, you know, I only had my cell phone bill as far as I can remember. It was like having something extra. And then like our rent was taken out, you know, from our paycheck and stuff. And then I pretty much had, you know, enough money for gas because I had my car with me. Yes, um, I had, you know, gas and then um, groceries and stuff. And I was like, but I just remember like just always being poor and like, you know, like we, I always wanted to go to SeaWorld and I couldn't afford to go to SeaWorld or, um, or Universal or anything, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I know I definitely wouldn't have been able to afford going to that party, but I definitely wanted to. Um, yeah, I think they did offer, you know, they offered, I want to say the tickets were really cheap like 30 or 35 bucks. But, you know, when that, when, when you're working only like 32 hours a week at $6 an hour and having 67 bucks a week taken out for rent and whatnot, that 30, 35 bucks, that's groceries for, you know, two weeks probably, or a week and a half, something like that. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I worked it so much. It was like, but I, I, the, the, the nights I, would have been able to go because that like it was always weeknights that they had it on sale like that and mm -hmm. the nights that I would have been able to go I was working anyway but I mean I got to see it you know from the cast member point of view and it mm -hmm. was it was a really fun uh one to work way more fun than the Christmas one honestly but I don't want to get into that right now <laughs> um so like partying <laughs> uh we because we talked about work be like work hours being less or better hour or better shifts or whatever which you kind of already had anyway like so you you were all set yeah. but um and being the, like a cp and um there, like i said there was only the two of us and 
we didn't really, we weren't opening, you know, we weren't coming in and opening up. Um, so I pretty much, I feel like I would, you know, come in at like maybe 10, 10 or 11 um, and like work till close um, so that there was always somebody there. Yeah. And um, even like right in, you know, August, September time when we were still like really busy and stuff, um, we had like a little shack right outside of um, the main merchandise place. And we um, we had like sunglasses and sunscreen and like water shoes and stuff like that. And um, so we had so you worked in like inside the main shop, you come out to the hut and then you had lockers. And so you had like that three rotation thing. Um, and I remember like sometimes if I came in early, like, and then, you know, you get your bump to go the next and it's like, oh, it's time for lunch. And I'm like, I don't want to eat lunch at 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, like I just got here. So we'd always have to like trade off and stuff. But um, I don't think I had too many like early mornings and we closed, you know, at a decent time. So I pretty much just worked like, you know, mid morning to, you know, close. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's it how it was pretty... when I worked at Animal Kingdom the next year. So, um, but also those, even then, like the, the mid mornings would have sucked. I really liked not having to start until one something in the afternoon, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially. Uh, so, I mean, but yeah, because of the hours being, you know, kind of short and earlier, I mean, for you, it was kind of automatically already earlier, but um, the party lifestyle like really kicked it up a big notch for me after September 11th. And uh, I, yeah, I went to, I, I think it was Monday night party or Sunday night parties. Kim is in the chat. Kim is in the chat chat. And I need her to remind me there were definitely like there was, it was either Sunday night. I think it was Sunday night in building 15, but it could have been Monday. I'm having one of those rhymy things where I'm, I, it was one or the other. Right. And um, so we became, you know, just kind of regulars at those parties and everything. Even if we had to work the next day, it wasn't until like one o'clock in the afternoon. So it didn't matter. And getting off early, you know, just made for it, you know, made it easier even on any other random night. So, okay, I get home from work by 8.30, 9 at the extreme latest, and I'm, you know, changed and freshened up and ready to be somewhere by 9.30. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's nothing when you're 18, 19, or I, I think you, you're, you're I was a little 20. older. Yeah. I still like, wasn't even 21, so. Um. So, so yeah, that it's, it, it's, it's nothing to not start the party until, you know, nine 30 or 10 when you're that age. <laughs> yeah. And I lived in Chatham, which was not like the party, you know, no, I know, and I know. So, um, it was definitely kind of like, you know, you would get home from work and just kind of like feel it out. Um, and we, you know, with the phone system, you could just call like another apartment, but we also had cell phones, but mm -hmm. I don't remember not like today where you're just like texting somebody, you know, where's the party at? It was just kind of like, you really had to make some type of effort because um, I wasn't 21 and you weren't supposed to be drinking if you were under 21. So then it's kind Ooh. of like, you know, <laughs> the honor system because people would like, you know, would have a party and they would have like, at least in Chatham, they would have like a note, like if you're under 21, like you can't come in and I'm just like, whatever, you know, <laughs> or like we're still coming in. Um, but you, you know, and then I remember just being, you know, partying a little too much and then trying to like sneak from security because you don't want to get caught and get kicked out. Um, and I don't know if they actually really cared that much, but you know, when you've had a few drinks and you just, you know, sneaking around in the bushes and stuff trying to get back to, you know, 
I, I don't know if they cared enough to I think if you got caught doing something wrong or like, you know, like even just puking in the bushes and you're mm -hmm. under 21, you probably would have been ousted. But they didn't unless they came to break up a party and they started carting everyone there, which that actually happened at a couple of parties I was at. Mm -hmm. And I remember us just like sneak, 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 mm -hmm. like away from the building. And we're just like, Tee! we got away from security. It only happened, I think, once or twice the entire time I was on the college program. But yeah, uh, good times being underage and partying at Vista or whatever. <laughs> I think I only went to one party at Vista. And I didn't know anybody. And I was like, these people are crazy. <laughs> and um, and then I went to like one party at um, the international apartments because that was like mm -hmm. in between. Um, right. So we could just walk over there. Um, but I definitely like it was just kind of like a word of mouth or somebody was like, hey, so once I was having a party or like in my building, yeah. there's a party, like come on over. Um, and I think Jamie through working like Jungle Cruise. Um, yeah. We did a couple parties, you know, through her crew or whatever. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, I, I definitely did my share of partying, but like, I don't know. It, it always just like, from my memory, it was just like so random. Like it wasn't, yeah. you know, it was literally come home and like try and find out, you know, what are we doing tonight type of thing. And then I didn't, I don't remember ever having to like really get up early in the morning and, um, you know, so I could just kind of like ease into the day and then go to work and stuff. So it wasn't really that big a deal, <laughs> especially, yeah. when you're, you know. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. It's so much easier to recover when you're that young. Oh, God. Yeah. I think Not about 20 years later. <laughs> I think about what I used to drink back then and how late I would stay up drinking bourbon and Cokes and fucking beast light, like Milwaukee's oh. best light and just. And I would wake up the next day and like, mate, some days it was a little bit rough, but most days it was just wake up, drink a bunch of water, suck it up and go to work and you're fine. Right. You know, like it was What's really weird that I felt so awful and hung over at work. And now I'm thinking back on what I used to do. And just if I, if I were to drink like that, like bourbon and Coke and a whole bunch of really super cheap beer, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think I have not tasted a Bud Coors, Miller, Milwaukee's Best, Natty, whatever. I haven't tasted any of those beers in probably in probably 15 years or more. Oh wow. No, I lie. I think I stopped drinking Miller Lite. It was I was it was a little later with like I, I was still drinking Miller Lite until maybe 2008, 2009, but uh probably 2008 for sure. So a little less than 15 years. But yeah, my God, how? How I'll I miss I miss that body. <laughs> I remember, and I thought he was like my age, but my upstairs neighbor, um, who was like one of my besties, um, he might have been twenty one. Because I remember, I think there was a like a convenience store over by Vista Way. Yep. Well, there um, was um, there was a gas station, but there was also Walgreens, and they had like a, an ABC store right there. Because I, I remember he would get, like, the 24-pack of whatever the cheapest beer was. It was, like, five bucks for, like, this mass amount of disgusting beer. and like It, was, per, it was for sure Natty or Beast Light. Like, yeah. for sure. <laughs> like, really? That's that's what we're doing? Okay. You know? It's like, even then, it was kind of, like, everybody putting their money together, you know, and, like, having somebody do a beer run. And, 
Yeah. Why? Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing though. When you're working, you know, if you're lucky, you're working 40 hours a week at six bucks an hour, even with no state taxes taken out and everything, mm -hmm. you drink the cheap shit, man. Like people make fun of me for still drinking like cheap vodka and stuff. And I'm just like, mm, listen, it all goes down the same and, and it all like feels the same. I, I mean, I could, I could drink a $13, like vodka from a $13 handle and I'm going to feel just as shitty if I drink vodka from a, you know, $30, you know, big bottle of, of mm -hmm. Smirnoff or whatever. Now, maybe if it was like really expensive stuff, whatever, it would be better. But okay, so enough about the just random parties <laughs> because we still need to talk about Halloween. Um, so, and I have, you know, just kind of a couple Halloween stories and uh, mostly like, well, I don't know. See, I did you go to any CP Halloween parties like at Chatham or Vista? I don't think so um i didn't weirdly enough i i mean i don't i don't i remember only like dressing up for that one party and then um and i still couldn't even like come up with a cost if i still don't know i think i try to pretend i was like britney spears or something i don't i'm like looking at the outfit and i remember just kind of like i don't know like i didn't have any costumes with me and I just kind of like threw something together and I was like, I'm a pop star or something. I don't know. Super random. Um, so I don't remember because I and it might have been like, oh, I don't have a costume and it was like a costume party or something. So I think if I got invited, I probably was like, I don't have a costume or, you know, type of thing where I'm not going to dress up because I'm too cool to you know be like that or something. But um, yeah, I don't remember any random like, you know, house parties or anything. Yeah, I mean, I went to, I went to an actual Halloween Halloween party, which I'll talk about in a bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I know that Halloween parties at Vista existed. It might have been that I might have, I, I probably, probably stopped in late at night, you know, after working Mickey's Not So Scary or something, and just didn't bother. I certainly didn't bother dressing up, and um, or anything like that, and and like whatever that's fine i because i probably if i got there it would have been toward the tail end of anything that was happening mm -hmm. if it was after working mickey's not so scary but um the big one is that we both went to the adventureland liberty square aka adlib halloween mm -hmm. party and it was a cast members party but for adlib but you could bring one guest mm -hmm. and it's funny because i brought my roommate kim and jamie who because i worked at pirates and jamie worked at jungle cruise so both adventureland and jamie brought you yes i'm going the wrong way i'm <laughs> for anybody listening to this on the podcast i'm like jamie brought you and i'm pointing at nothing like i'm pointing at like sort of baby yoda in my background. Uh, so if you're listening to this on the podcast, I should have been pointing the other way at Mickey. Um, so, so it was actually kind of funny that we're the two people on this, on this webcast and like I brought my roommate and you're the roommate that Jamie brought. And I had met you, I believe before this, but um, this was the first time the four of us like really hung out. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I feel like we went to, I think we went to a friend's apartment before we went to the party. Cause we have pictures of us at somebody's house and it was definitely not Vista or okay. Chatham. But it, and it, that's one of those, like, I don't remember this at all, but I'm looking at the pictures and knowing that that's not Chatham or Vista. Um, I have the picture of the four of us, but I kind of remember that there was like group pictures, but I don't think 
I have them or I haven't seen them. Um, They're definitely on my Facebook and uh, I <laughs> maybe, you know what I'll do? I'm going to share when, when I post this on my on my website, uh, when I post the podcast entry, I'm going to share some of the pictures in that entry. And, you know, just warning everybody, don't don't judge us on what we look like in 2001 well, or what we're wearing or I mean, you you looked great, honestly, but. I don't even want to think about no. myself. And I know Kim Kim has talked about, oh my God, my short hair and like the white eyeliner, the bad lipstick and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so we went to the Adlib Halloween party. And for those of you who, you know, again, this is all the cast members from Adventureland and Liberty Square at the Magic Kingdom. And it happens after hours. So it was on a random weeknight, a week and a half or so before Halloween. You know, it was it was one of the weeknights where there wasn't a Mickey's Not So Scary, obviously. And the park closes at, or was closing at seven. So I think they reopened. I think the party started at eight, probably. And oh my gosh, like, uh, it was inside the Haunted Mansion. I just... It was inside the Haunted Mansion and the lights were turned on and, you know, there, there were, you know, there was like snack food and non-alcoholic beverages, obviously. Like we, this was a, an entirely sober party and still to this day, one of the best Halloween parties I've ever experienced. Probably still one of the best nights of my life. It was just so much fun because... At this point, I was like you, being at Pirates, even though there were tons of CPs working at Jungle Cruise, um, at Pirates, it was just me and one other CP. So I had actually become really good friends by this point with a bunch of people um, who were full-time. And they were you know, older than us, but I mean, there were a few that were in their 30s. Most of them were like mid-20s, I, I feel, mid to late 20s. Um, and it was just like we it, we used to actually Kim and I after uh well after the park hours got shortened and we were working you know we weren't working that late we would go over to the full time people's one of the full time people's apartments who lived over oh gosh not celebration but close to that mm -hmm. I can't uh, Claremont Claremont and so we would go over to Claremont which is about if you're driving like from the back of Magic Kingdom, it's like 20 minutes or so. And we would go over there and we would watch wrestling on <laughs> Monday nights. And okay, so that's why I'm assuming that it was Sunday nights that we had the big Vista Way parties. Now, now, now I'm remembering. I have to talk my way through this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we used to go watch wrestling with these people on Monday nights and like WWE, well, back then it was WWF Raw. Mm -hmm. WWF Raw. And so we uh like we became you know they all knew kim but i was pretty close with these people because i worked with them every day and uh because we watched wrestling together kim and i went as wrestlers mm -hmm. i was trish stratus and kim is watching this and kim i don't remember who you were lita maybe was, i'm I thinking lita i think yeah. it was lita i think it was lita um so we i am when I say these were costumes, they were like quote unquote costumes because like you, we didn't have costumes with us. We'd have money to go buy new costumes at Spirit Halloween or whatever, right. uh, you know, whatever like existed uh, back then. And, and <laughs> oh gosh, I just, 
I'm looking like I've, I, I've looked back at the pictures and I will share some. I promise I will share some. But I, don't I was know if you can see it on my phone. I don't know if it'll oh, uh, hold it up. Oh, yep. Oh, yes, you can. Okay. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, I will be sharing this picture in the uh, blog entry for this podcast for sure. But our friend Jamie was Cleopatra, I believe. Yeah. So Jamie had like a Jamie went out and got a legit costume. Girl, she, she got her like mom or dad's like she had costumes at home and oh is that what it was they sent it yeah, to her and they and mailed it to her and i can't remember if, she, if that was like the only one she's like oh i've got a costume like i wore it last year or something um or if she had options but i mean i i had a black t-shirt that i cut up and put um safety pins in and then i wore my jeans and um i feel like it was I, probably supposed to be britney I feel like Brittany, but like I have curly hair. So I was like, I don't know. It was just who knows? It was a last minute just kind was of Shakira like Shakira a thing yet then? Like <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I had this little light up thing that you stick in your belly button because this was Yes, you know, I remember that. Yeah. I I had I had my belly button pierced, but it was like you glue it in and it was like this jewel thing that I don't know. I was um, on but it, we still have we all were. I mean, like like I said, like Kim and I, our costumes were just, I had, for some reason, I, for some reason, I had like fake leather pants and they were like, tr they were like trash bag plastic. Okay. <laughs> they were shiny and they were boot cut and like, yeah. And I was, you know, in WWE, WWF at the time, mm -hmm. Trish Stratus wore like a black tank top and like black pants like that. So it was this is who I am now. I and I, I, my hair was very curly at the time, so I kind of like blow dried it out to be like, it still looked almost nothing like her hair. It was just maybe sort of like half straight. I don't know because she had really straight, or, or maybe it wasn't straight, but it was like her, she had those loose, you know, fancy. Mm -hmm. Like I have a whole ton of like weave in my hair, like blonde weave in my hair curls. So. um so yeah, it was the costumes, our costumes were terrible, but like some of the people that we worked with, they had awesome costumes. I mean, these, the guys, some of my guy friends dressed up as the hitchhiking ghost. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I have it available, but I have a picture of them dressed as the hitchhiking ghost standing in front of the hitchhiking ghost mm. in Haunted Mansion. And I mean... I didn't work on a mansion. So I, you know, seeing it with like the lights on and seeing how all of the technology worked and everything, it was so crazy to see this is the way this has worked for, you know, since the 70s. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's not really technology so much as it's very, very limited sort of special effects. And it was just, it was so cool. It was mm -hmm. so stinking cool. Um, and I mean, I, I guess my favorite part, like, I mean, we had fun at the party and I can't, I mean, I guess they had snacks. I remember like we had like round tables and stuff that were, mm -hmm. that we would like sit at, but mm -hmm. I don't know the guy's name, but he was always the like scary mansion guy. He worked like out front, never smiled. And it was just, you know, oh, I got pictures with him and he was, you know, just like, I don't even know if he had a costume and I'm um, just like, Oh my God, you were the scary mansion guy. And he's just like totally offended. Like, really? I'm, I'm scary. Like, he's like, I'm totally cool. I'm like, no, seriously. Like you do an amazing job. Like, 
I think I know who you're talking about. I think his name, oh, it's blonde hair. Oh, maybe not. I'm thinking of a dark hair guy and his name was Ed and he was definitely like outside. I'm pretty sure his name was Ed. I'll have to go back and look through like my pictures and see if I can figure out who you're talking about. Um, Oh my God. It was, yeah. Meeting him was like, it was like a meeting. You're just a random cast member, but like I see you all the time and you're creepy. well, Haunted Mansion was like one of my favorite rides and just- Does anybody yeah. not like Haunted Mansion? I kind of feel like if you don't like Haunted Mansion, I maybe can't be friends with you. <laughs> it's just, I mean, like the whole thing is just freaking awesome. Like if I ever had like the opportunity, like, you know, if I was going to do rides, that would have been. And then like you could just have an attitude, you know, like you didn't have to be all chipper and happy, you know, it's just like, you know. Yeah, we talked about that on one of the older episodes. I, I or one of, It was either episode, I think it was episode two. We talked about like people who got to work at Haunted Mansion or Tower of Terror just getting to be mm-hmm. like mm, all the time. And apparently at some point that might have changed or they tried to change it where they were trying to make, you know, Tower of Terror people smile and be friendly and stuff. And it's like, no, what? Like, I get that Disney has this Disney, you know, attitude mm. sort of thing that they want people to abide by, but you also want people to feel immersed in the experience. And if you've got Haunted Mansion, unless they're like, like, like Joker style crazy, which creepy, honestly, yeah. I, I I feel like the, the, you know, there are no windows and no doors, blah, blah, blah. Like that's way better than, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, that, that experience, you know, just getting to. And then we got uh, to go like behind the scenes for the, for the ride. That was yes, really cool to exactly. See. But uh, that's what I was saying. Like getting to see technology, I use that term loosely because it was, it is in a way technology, but it's more like very basic, very basic special effects mm-hmm. that still to this day hold up. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but the, the dancing ghosts in the uh, the dining room ballroom scene, they are clear. I believe they're clear statues like that are spinning around on a thing behind a mirror. And it's something to do with the lighting. Um, it, it's been 20 years. And I, to be honest, I don't think I could remember 10 years ago what exactly it I, was. But I know I have pictures. I was trying to find. I had a couple that were on Facebook, um, but I don't have those. But I remember us like dancing with you know, pictures, like dancing mm-hmm. with and they were like a mannequin type thing. And I think it was just kind of as more like their shadow or something is what's projected because there's actual like structure, like people, you know, like mannequins. And then I think that moved and that's what projected or something because the ghosts weren't in the dining room. They were off underneath like the balcony or whatever yes exactly yeah and that's why i'm saying there was there was a thing to do with like glass or like two-way mirrors and lighting and and something like that it was it was really neat and i i i actually was just looking through my pictures to see like oh can i is there a way for me to screen share these but i'm not going to (laughs) because um i just realized i'm gonna have to there's only a couple i can share because i definitely had a friend who dressed in blackface that night oh and I'm looking at them now and I'm like, please tell me that's not what I think it is. And then I'm opening it up and looking at the comments and oh yes, it was absolutely blackface. Oh, 2001. Yeah. Oh, 2001. That's not, that was not okay. Uh, so anyway, um, that was a really, just a really fun, just a really amazing experience because that's not something that many people can say they did. It's literally right. the people who work in Adventureland Liberty Square and 
their their guest if they bring one. And I mean, I think like I don't know if they do that anymore. I hope they still do. Yeah, you know, I would. I I I mean, COVID and stuff. The past couple of years, let's ignore that and say hopefully up until you know 2019 or whatever they were still doing that. I have a bad feeling they probably stopped it at some point, but maybe they didn't. I'd love to like talk to somebody who still actually works in ad lib and see if it's still a thing that happens because when I think about when I think back on the things I experienced on my college program that is absolutely top five experiences oh, and yeah. it was a totally sober like mm -hmm. just hanging out with my friends you know from work and also the CP and just such a great night such a great night and for um, me like being at Blizzard Beach and there was like one other CP and um, he wasn't, um, I don't, I think he was like from somewhere out like, or I don't know. He was just, to me, it was weird and we were never <laughs> going to be friends. And I, like I, he may have like lived in Vista. Like we were never going to like be friends. We were just not like, we were just opposites. And I feel like with our schedules too, it was like, they had to like fill like, you know, it's like if I worked inside, he was over here. You know, it's like we we didn't really yeah. work together. And then um, so I pretty much relied on like my roommates and then my neighbors for, you know, interaction with, you know, people and stuff. Because at work, I wasn't with like a bunch of kids, you know, it was just like mm -hmm. um, and then I made friends with like people who worked in the restaurant when we would take lunch. It was just behind the restaurant. Um, but we didn't like hang out outside. Um, so being able to go to that party um, was just like, for me, it was like a huge honor. Like, you know, it's like, thank God, like Jamie, you know, picked me to go. And um, because I didn't really, and that was the thing too, is like, you know, trying to like find a party or something, you know, it's like, I was kind of shy. And, you know, I, I, I think if I worked like in attractions or if I worked like Emporium or something, you know, a bigger place in like Magic Kingdom, I would have been, around more like CPs, then, you know, I would have had more of that interaction, but, you know, I just didn't, do, you know, I just wasn't exposed to any of those things with my job. So being able to do something like that was just like, whoa, this is big time, you know? And that was yeah. another thing, like being in Blizzard Beach, like it's still Disney, but it had a, its own thing. And then being able to like do one of my favorite rides behind the scenes go to this party and do all this like and you're at the freaking you know magic kingdom for this part you know at night nobody else is here because i remember we had to like walk there because it was at you know haunted mansion so but we got to park we got to park in like management parking i remember <laughs> i remember being you know like saying i'm here for the ad lib party and like we got through like the car got through like three security gates or something that i had never been through before and it was only maybe um well, I, I, like five years later, when I was a restaurant manager uh, in Hollywood Studios, um, I just like now I look back and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, like, I remember going through all of these security checkpoints and telling them what we were there for and getting the pass and getting to park in the management parking lot behind I think it was behind like Thunder Mountain you know, pirates area. It, it was, yeah, I don't know. I remember walking right through there. the park and it was like, it was dark. And I guess probably when we were leaving, um, it was dark and like, nobody was there. And just like, is this real life? Like this to me, it was just like the coolest thing. Cause I don't, 
you know, I just never got to do anything like that. Yeah. And I remember, um, I guess I can talk about it now. Um, Jamie, like sneaking me into the tunnels, you know, um, I actually got to spend, um, New Year's Eve. She snuck me in. Oh my gosh. I was like so nervous. I'm going to get caught. I'm gonna get caught. <laughs> um, but I like, you know, I should have gotten a freaking Oscar for my performance of, Oh, I'm just going to work, you know, like, and I had no clue. Cause it's like, everything's color coded and she had to work that day. And so I went in with her and we were like in the lockers and she's like, all right, just go straight, like go up these stairs and just like, don't look at anybody. I'm like, yes, yeah. ma'am. You know, act like, like you're act like you're meant to be there. Um, and, you know, well, back, back then, back then they were pretty, they were lax about it in that you could literally just say, you know, I'm here at, to, to work an extra shift or something. You know what I mean? Um, and even if you're not in costume, like, I mean, they want you to change in the locker rooms, but I don't necessarily know that it was required as long as you didn't go on stage, not in costume. But I mean, they were a lot more lax about it back then. I, I mean, I know in, I want to say when I was a restaurant manager, um, it was like, you could not park in Magic Kingdom cast parking unless you worked at Magic Kingdom. It absolutely did not work that way. Uh, when I, like even in my 2002 program, cause I picked up shifts in, no shoot, actually I drove to Magic Kingdom and parked in that cast parking lot in 2000, the summer of 2002. And I did not work there. Um, even when I wasn't picking up shifts in AdLib that summer. So, you know, they, they were, they, they didn't want you there, but they, they were way more lax about it than they were, you know, f even five years later. So. Cause I know, well, for that time, like New Year's Eve was like a, um, a blockout, you know, like you as a cast member, you couldn't go, even though um, I wasn't working because at that point, like, I don't even, maybe that's when like I stopped working, like, and I was waiting for like my next assignment because the water parks were both closed at that point. Um, but I know I was off and um, she was going to get off, you know, I don't know, seven, eight o'clock. And so I had the, I had to be in this crowded park all by myself. Not, you know, like I had to like, I felt like I had to hide from people. I, I remember like running into somebody that was working that knew me and I was just like, oh my God, yeah. like, you know, that's not me, you know, like don't turn me in. I was just so scared. Um, well, the only time it was a problem for you to be in a park uh, was if you were, if you'd called out and you went to the parks on a day that you were supposed to be working. Well, um, I think I'm very like, I like to follow the rules. And if you're telling me, it's one thing if like, you don't really know what's going on, but when somebody says, Hey, it, you know, we're going to hit capacity by like 10 o'clock in the morning, no cast members are allowed to be in this park. Mm. And then I get snuck in, you know, and I'm like breaking the law. Like I was just so scared that somebody was going to like recognize me or do something. You know, I was going to get kicked out of the program like a couple of weeks before I was done. Um, but it totally worked out and I got to meet up with her and we celebrated, you know, New Year's Eve together. And it was awesome. Um, but I remember like, you know, also being separate from, you know, being over at Blizzard Beach. It's like, you know, not used to like the tunnel system and then like the mm -hmm. facade of places were like offices and stuff. I remember going like she had to go. I don't know if it was like picking up a paycheck or maybe picking up a schedule or something. And like, we're in like frontier land or something. And she's like walking, like it's an actual door. And we're like, okay, now it's, this is an office. Like, mm -hmm. 
what in the world? Like, you know, there's a, there were a lot of those. They got rid of some of them. Like the place where the jungle cruise, the skipper canteen is now used to be, um, it used to be one of the, it, I actually, the once upon a time is now training for magic kingdom when they split, they, they like sent us all into that room. And then that was where they told us where we were actually working. And now it's a restaurant, mm. you know, just crazy. I ate, I ate there and I, mm -hmm. obviously the decor is completely different and everything, but I ate there and I was like, I have this weird, oh my God, this is this weird deja vu. Like the room is shaped the same, but the decor is totally different. And I remember sitting in this room in rows of chairs waiting for our actual like work assignments of where exactly in Magic Kingdom we were going to work, right? It's so yeah. weird. Uh, so did... I mean, other than the ad lib Halloween party, I mean, I know, did you, so you said you didn't go to any like cast member yeah, Halloween yeah, party. So. I got really lucky. Um, I actually, I had asked for a long weekend to go home. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was because they were trying to get <laughs> people to take like time off. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't paid, obviously. But if you requested time off, it was a lot easier to get it at that point because they were trying to get people down to as few hours as possible. Mm -hmm. So I was scheduled to fly. I, I mean, I asked for the time off. They they granted it. And then I, you know, my parents bought me a plane ticket so I could go home from, I, I'm trying to think of it. I think the November 1st was a, was a Friday, but it was like, I flew home on a Friday, I believe, and flew back on Sunday or Monday. I, I mean, it was, I, I think it was, I think it was Friday to Monday. So I had two days off in one week and two days off in the next week, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then I worked, you know, 10 days straight up until mm -hmm. then, except that they didn't schedule me for October 31st. Mm. So I had the day off and it was a Thursday, which, so I, I'm 99.9% sure that October 31st, 2001 was a Thursday. And I don't even want to look at a calendar and prove <laughs> myself wrong. But uh, some of my full-time and, and part-time cast member friends had a party at Sable Palm, Sable Palms, you know, that apartment complex that was across the street from Vista. It was literally okay. across Apopka Vinland from Vista. And so they had a party. And because I had the whole day off, I went with some of my coworkers to buy some fabric <laughs> to make a new costume. And when I say make a new costume, I mean, I bought a couple yards of fabric and cut with shitty scissors a pink satin cape and a pink satin uh headband thing and I was still also a wrestler <laughs> I was my, my friend uh, Nate went as the hurricane and I went as mighty Molly they were tag team partners back in WWF 2001 era um, but I mean these the people that were holding the party like they were the other other people that we watched wrestling with and everything mm -hmm. but there were I, it, like one of our friends went had this really awesome um is it Tiki Sam or something like this, the guy at the end of the jungle cruise that's selling the heads. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. He was a part-time cast member, I think. And he, he had like a costume for that and, and whatever. So I, uh, like I actually got to, it wasn't a Vista or Chatham. It wasn't a CP Halloween party, but I got to go to, you know, I mean, it was all of Adlib was there plus a bunch of people from outside of Adlib that I didn't even know. And so I got really, really drunk and stayed up <laughs> until 
I'm pretty sure my flight, my flight was early. It was at like 10 something. And I remember my friend Nate having to drive me to the airport. And like I remember having to give him money for the tolls to the airport because we were running kind of late. And I, I mean, I'd gotten maybe two hours of sleep. Like I, I slept on my friend's couch because Nate was sleeping there too. And it was like, we're just leaving from here tomorrow morning. And I remember like shaking Nate awake, awake and be like, I'm so sorry, but you told me you were going to drive me to the airport. You have to drive me to the airport. And so he, uh, yeah. So we, we got out of bed and I, I dragged him out of, out of bed, whatever couch floor, wherever <laughs> he was sleeping. And he had to drive me to the airport at, you know, 7 a.m. Uh, and I, again, pretty sure I didn't go to bed until five. And I remembered like, I've been hung over on some flights, but that was possibly the worst one. Even being that young and being able to, you know, recover the way we did back then, it was bad. Um, but it was so like, it was so fun. And I, I mean, I'm with you, you know, uh, it was me and one other CP in uh, Pirates. So while I knew Jamie who worked at Jungle and I also met a few other Jungle college program people you know, working parade and stuff. Um, they all had their own little click of like jungle cruise college program people. And I wasn't in that, you know, they were nice for sure. Uh, I, I mean, the, the, there's one guy who I worked parade with quite a bit. And the funny thing was like, we were both blonde and mm -hmm. he was tall and kind of slimish, you know, built sort of like me. And, I don't want to say we had similar faces because we, we <laughs> obviously couldn't be mistaken as, you know, identical twins, but we used to tell people that we were twins who'd been separated at birth. We literally, we got some guests believing this shit too. Yeah. We were twins separated at birth and we like discovered each other on the college program. <laughs> like you would never believe how guests, how gullible guests can be mm -hmm. until they're believing this nonsense. But, um, but yeah, I, I I didn't have that CP experience at work either. It was just that I got lucky and had a lot of full-time people who were willing to be friends with me. And now, to be honest, part of that might have been because I was a not unattractive, you know, <laughs> 18, 19-year-old girl who was outgoing and pretty fun, I suppose. Um, so yeah, it was it was a it was a, it was a really good, I, I mean, honestly, everything that happened with September 11th, it's like we, I had my Vista life and I had my work life and my work life expanded into these other, the, you know, this other group of full and part-time people who I would watch wrestling with. And then who I got to hang out with at the Adlib Halloween party and ended up going to their actual Halloween night party. Because I, I think even the people that were working that night, I, I mean, not all of them were there. There were definitely some that had to work the Mickey's not so scary that night, but all of the ones I was close to were there. Mm -hmm. So it, now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, who the fuck was working in Adelaide <laughs> that night? I guess there were people, maybe they were just everybody that I didn't care about. Like, now I feel bad. All the old people. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, any last thoughts on, you know, just kind of, that point in time, like the like Halloween era, settling in for your CP, anything like that? My program was, you know, just a little bit different. I actually kind of crazy because like a weird thing after September 11th, um, I actually met somebody and got engaged. So that made things a little 
different as well. So um, thinking, you know, this person is my soulmate and I'm 20 and, you know, planning the rest of our lives together. Um, so that was a little different too. Um, but he was also, he's Brazilian. And so his program ended before ours and um, just in technology back then and being able to like communicate with somebody who was in a different country, it was uh, ridiculous. So I also had like all that and um, going back to like, you know, having to like sign up for the computer lab. Not only was I trying to like do school, but I was also trying to like sign up to just like email my fiance back and forth. And, you know, cause this was 20 years ago and we didn't, you know, now I can call yeah. and use my cell phone and it's not a big deal, but like you had a calling cards and all of the, you know, oh my that gosh, was a mess. So I had, yeah, that whole situation to deal with it, you know, that was, yeah. you know, just being away from home. September weirdly 11th. Enough, <laughs> like weirdly enough, I think that so my friend Kim or my roommate Kim was dating and eh, dating. I'm using that term loosely. Was sort of seeing this guy who lived in Building 15 at Vista, like people that we partied with, and he got a new roommate around mid-September, and I'm pretty sure it had something to do with September 11th. Like I ended up seeing him for a long time and being in a long-term relationship with him and things that I don't want to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. I feel you on that respect. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine like date, trying to date somebody who was like international in 2001. I mean, what'd you have like AIM, AIM, you know? I mean, I honestly, like for him, his job that he had, um, and he was older. He, I, he was twenty six. He was six years older than me. Um, he was uh, a lawyer, um, but like didn't like being a lawyer. Like his um, dad and his brother doctors, and that was just kind of like the next. And he was like, "Well, I don't want to be a doctor," because he grew up with that. And um, so he became a lawyer. Hated it. Found out about like this whole Disney thing, and was gonna like save up money. And uh, so he was the friend that like lost all these extra hours because he worked seven days a week. And it was actually the um, Tuesday after September 11th. Um, I had my day off and he that was his first day off. And we met at the pool and um, and we probably and we ended up working at Blizzard Beach together. He worked in the restaurant, oh. but never saw each other, we had the same break room. But it was just like it was all, you know, meant to be whatever. Uh, we're still friends, but. It didn't work out. His job, he was traveling a lot. Um, and so I was just, you know, if I got an email, it was just like, you know, the best day ever. <laughs> and uh, so just dealing with that. So I think that kept me from being like super social because I was, you know, I had my soulmate and, you know, and once he had to leave, it was just kind of like, I'm pretty much, you know, hung out with Jamie and the friends and then like, you know, my neighbors and stuff like I made friends with them. Um, but my upstairs neighbor, Jeff, uh, he is actually, um, he was from Puerto Rico, but he wasn't, I guess he spoke enough English and, you know, like he was part of the regular program. He wasn't part of the international program. Oh, I think, no, I think Puerto Rico was considered, they weren't part of the international program. Mm -hmm. um, maybe some of them were, but I, I actually roomed uh, the summer of 2002 what my immediate roommate was from Kentucky and our other four roommates were all from Puerto Rico. So I think mm -hmm. that if you're from Puerto Rico, you weren't, I mean, technically it's a U.S. territory. Right. So I, I think that's why they weren't considered international. Um, the visas are different if there even is one. Yeah. I don't know how that works, especially like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, Cause there was even, but like 
um, like Leo and all his roomies, they were all Brazilian, except for one guy from Texas, which was so bizarre because they're all sp uh, speaking Portuguese. And this guy with his, you know, Texas accent, I'm just like, how are you was, dealing wait, with this? Was in the international like complex? No, he. Li they all lived in, uh, oh, Chatham. in Chatham. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, and then like once their program, they weren't over at the same time. So they were like some of their yeah. roommates were like leaving in different times and stuff. And I remember they had this one roommate and he, his program was, had ended and he had a car, um, but they were like sneaking him in. Um, like he could come in as a guest, but then he was like sleeping on, like they had already gotten like a new roommate or whatever and like switched mm -hmm. it out or something. Um, so it was almost like an international program but it was at Chatham. It was like super weird. And um, I think that's how they got the guy from Texas. And he might've been the one that like took over. Um, I think his name was Marco or something. Um, but like, he was like sleeping on like the floor. They were like sneaking him in. It was like super weird. And cause he couldn't like fly home or didn't have the money to fly home or something. It was, it was such a bizarre thing. And then like, you know, I don't speak Portuguese and yeah. <laughs> he barely spoke English. And there's just, you know, I'm, he's teaching me Portuguese. I'm teaching him like random words in English, you know, he spoke enough to like, you know, work and stuff, but it was just kind of funny and um, just so bizarre. Just That's so weird. <laughs> like I'd love, I'd love to get someone from the international program on here. Cause like, now that you say that, I feel like I also had, when I was a manager five years later, I had um, Brazilian employees who were staying at Chatham and I was like, wait, but you're not international. Mm. That's maybe that had something to do with working at Epcot. Like, I don't know. I, I get why people who are from Puerto Rico would have been staying in the regular apartment complexes, but Brazil, that's maybe they just ran yeah. out of room. I, I guess I don't know how, I don't even remember the name of the international complex but maybe it wasn't that big or something um but i remember going over like we i'm trying to think who was the friends or maybe we just like found out that there was a party and we're just like oh yeah we're gonna go over guys with accents or something and this was before um i had met leo and just hanging out and stuff and it was just like so bizarre because i mean it was like kind of a hodgepodge of like you know accents and languages and stuff and it's just i mean everybody spoke english but like I mean, I took Spanish and like, you know, middle school, high school, and I, you know, could still barely speak it. And, um, you know, like my friend, Jeff, you know, Puerto Rico, he's speaking Spanish to me. And I'm just like, I don't know. And then I'm like, can you teach me some Portuguese? Like to be able to talk to and he's like, that's not my language. You know? and I'm just like, <laughs> I need help. Like, you know, and then Leo is just kind of like, you know, how do you say that? You know, and he's like describing something like, yeah, he's like, that's a dresser, you know, like we close <laughs> at it, you know, it's like, um, I remember lizard was like my first Portuguese word I ever learned because there was lizards everywhere in oh, Florida. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh God, I know that feeling. Me. Were you guys, what floor were you guys on? The second floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 many, many years later, like actually just a few years ago, I lived in Florida for about two years and we had a one story house and there were lizards in our house all the time. And it's like, the doors are shut. We don't know how they're getting in, you know, but there's lizards everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> when I lived in, I, I well, actually, it was the same way. I lived in a first floor apartment when I was a manager at Disney and uh, not, not 
at like I, I was it was a regular apartment complex. You know, I didn't I wasn't a college program person. So um, there were lizards and oh my god, palmetto bugs. My cats used to kill the crap out of them, and it's like they had bug sprayers, you know, but they're just everywhere mm-hmm. in Florida. Well, on that note. <laughs> I think we can close this out. Um, thank you so much for Nikki yeah, for joining me. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to join us. Uh, I'll be doing the holiday episode next month and then we'll be taking December off and then we'll be doing one in January where we're talking about like leaving the college program and how things change for us going back home, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. again, Thank you, Nikki, for joining me. Follow me across the web at a Geek Saga for updates on when you can catch the next episode in my WDWCP 2001 20-year anniversary series. Uh, and again, the next episode will focus on living and working at Disney throughout the holiday season, which was absolutely insane, even in 2001. So have a lovely night and thank you for joining us. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Geek Saga podcast. If you like what you heard, please check out other Geek Saga entertainment endeavors, including the Sagas and Sass webcast and podcast and Ice and Fire Con.